Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Okay. Chilling, chilling. Chilling? Like a villain? Yeah, this is going to be a good one. That'll uh, be quick, too. You know what one. song's been stuck in my head since since our meeting? What? My K-Swiss. Oh. <laughs> Remember the My K-Swiss I had, like, the... It was it played during the ad, I think, uh, oh. back in the 90s when K-Swiss was, like, the thing. They were killing it for a little bit. I know, I know. I, I, I don't know why that popped into my head during our meeting. You had the all-white K-Swisses. I never owned any K-Swisses. Oh, no? No, yeah. I was a Nike guy. The all-white with the little stripe in the middle? I remember. Oh, man. That was, like, I mean, if you were into, the, like, hip-hop scene or whatever, that, that, was, was, that was the thing. Not, not here, though, right? Not in New York. I don't know. I, I, I think that here. was like West Coast and South. Well, I mean, I was on the West Coast. So. Yeah. I never seen anybody wearing K-Swisses in like New York. Yeah. I don't know. What did that, they wear? What did they wear here? It was Timberlands, like lugs, you know, Air Adi- Forces. Adidas. In the 80s. In the 80s. Run the MC, was, right? Run the MC were rocking the Adidas with the white, the, yeah. th- with the three uh, stripes 90s on the side. 90s was the Uptowns. Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah. 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 No, yeah. That K-Swiss in Texas was big, though. Was it? Yeah. See, where I was, it was like skateboarders. Uh-huh. So it was like vans oh, and skateboard they were shoes. I mean, wow. I was on the West Coast. So I, didn't know I mean, that. I wasn't even in Southern California where it was all the skate scene. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Northern California, but it was all skaters, skate shoes wow. and then, you know, K Swiss. And then, nice. like, I don't even remember what else. Everyone That's was cool. into the uh-huh. Air Jordans and stuff, you know. Skaters were rocking Airwalks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forgot about that, the Airwalks. Mm hmm. I was a skater for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> the terrible one. <laughs> we still skateboard, man. Whenever we you go skateboard? To, yeah. When we go to boardwalks, like anywhere with a boardwalk, just rip it. I just can't picture you doing an Ollie on a skateboard. No, we we longboard. Cruise. Yeah. yeah. No, I figured. Yeah, that's figured. perfect, dude. That's the best. Oh, George is All hitting right. the mic. It's not recording, is it? It is. We've been recording all this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. You but, know, but you, we didn't start. We're capturing that that little banter, that pre-episode banter. Oh, you are know? we doing banter now? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, you wanted it to be light, lighter, you know. Oh, so that's what, that's what we're fi- doing here. I figured okay. I'd lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> you get, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. No, that's cool, man. For that's all cool. of you guys out there who are listening and don't know me, I can get a little serious sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but no. Uh, but I, I geek out a little bit and get a little serious. Yeah, and sometimes I need that's to be. All good. I need to be reminded sometimes to smile and laugh and just uh-huh. take it easy. You know? <laughs> George is teaching me every day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's why we call him Dollar Bill. You know, he's yeah. all business. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. So welcome to the episode today, guys. We are talking. What are we talking about today, George? I, can't, I don't even remember which ones are this episode is. What so are we I, doing? I figured, you know, with the disaster that just happened with the flooding. Oh, that's right. Is like let's. Go into you know the the process of how to apply for FEMA assistance because I'm sure there's a lot of landlords and homeowners here, especially in like Northwest Queens areas that got hit hard by the flooding, that might be wondering how do I even can I qualify? How do I apply for FEMA assistance? So we thought we'd just kind of do a primer. So on, welcome to the episode, guys. What know. we are talking about today yeah. is a primer on applying for FEMA assistance. Yes. So thanks for explaining that, George. I 
kind of had forgotten what we were talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, we're recording this. Today is what? September 16th? Yes. Uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this later, uh, about a week ago, we had uh, strong storms, the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Right? I almost yeah. said Hurricane Ira. It's uh-huh. not Ira. She's our staff. She's our, yeah. our team member. Uh, Hurricane Ida blew through and dropped a ton of rain. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we had some some people pass away uh, and lose their lives as a result. Yeah. Um, but a lot of homes, uh, including near nearby my place, um, a lot of homes had damage. Right? Yeah, man. It Flood was damage. Crazy. It was crazy. Crazy. I did not expect that. No, we had a we had a little bit of water in our place in our, in the first floor, but one of our associates in our office showed us pictures of her basement, like four feet of water Holy in the basement. Holy cow! You know, crazy stuff. Oh my gosh! I yeah. mean, I'm lucky. So I live in Jersey currently, mm-hmm. and we are lucky enough to live on a small hill on the yeah. side of the hill, and we didn't have any. I didn't even know that it was the hurricane. Like I've been so like busy and not yeah. focused on the news. I didn't yeah. even know it was a hurricane. And I got all these storm alerts. Don't go outside. You know, I mean, same here. I think every, everybody was getting the flash flood yeah. warnings, but everyone was ignoring them. Yeah, Nobody. And I was like, oh, I got to go out and move the trash cans. Uh-huh. And I took two steps out the door and I'm like, no, I'm not walking out there. It was pouring. <laughs> pouring rain. I couldn't even. That I was, I was pretty crazy. I was out for 15 seconds and I got soaked. Yeah. Uh, so. pretty well. Yeah, and um, we were lucky enough not to get any damage, but I know mm-hmm. that down the street from my place, uh-huh. uh, so we're on a hill, and then there's another hill, and where those hills converge uh-huh. at the bottom, yeah, that whole block. Oh, it, you, oh, so you saw it. Everybody had their homes flooded. You know where it gets flooded like crazy? In Jersey City. Really? Oh, my gosh. We were there like one, one of these days when it was raining bad, and it was flooding like crazy. Wow. And our, our my best friend, he lives over there, or he lived over there, and he told me that it always floods over there when it rains wow. hard. Wow. But here, was that was a whole different ball game. Yeah. Not something normal here. No. My neighbor has owned his house uh, next to us for 28 years. And we asked him, have you ever had anything like this happen? He said, we've never had anything like that happen. Well, because it's never happened. I mean, I was reading in the paper that uh, a whole month's worth of rainfall fell in a few hours. Crazy. So like the entire month of September, we got it all in like three hours. Yeah. So, I mean, Uh, there's never been that much rainfall recorded at that time in in New York City. Anyway, so as a result of that... Uh, it was declared well, all of the five boroughs, I believe, uh, like a natural disaster, right? a disaster con- con- area. Yeah, considered yeah. a natural disaster area, mm-hmm. which means that it qualifies, or people within that area qualify for FEMA assistance. Yes. For anybody who doesn't know, FEMA is the federal emergency. emergency. What is it? Federal emergency something or other. Mm. That would have been something <laughs> here we are good talking, to pull up. Here we are talking about FEMA. We don't even know yeah. what it means. But anyway, they, they it is a federal agency designed to help people with um, with uh, natural disasters and uh, and emergencies. George George is going to look up what uh, what yeah. FEMA is, but uh, that's what it does. Uh, it was set up back in the eighties or nineties after uh, some natural disasters, and um, so because New York has been declared a disaster area, people within New York City and the five boroughs can apply for FEMA assistance um, if they've had damage to their homes. Um, Federal Federal Emergency Management Agency. Agency. Or administration, whatever. But yeah, yeah, there you go. You guys get the idea. 
Thank you, George. Yes. Um, so, George, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with uh, just basics? How so do we want to do this? I think let's start out because what I did is I, I just went to the FEMA site just yes. to see, you know, what does it look like when you land on there? If it's easy to navigate for New York City people right when you land on the home page, it tells you look up your area. Right. So all you do is pop in your zip code right away. It shows you New York just declared a uh a uh, mm-hmm. natural disaster area. So you just click on there and it takes you right to the instruction page. So it's actually right on the homepage, FEMA.gov. And you can go right there. It can take you to the disaster area and how to apply. So what I did is I just pretty much printed it and we can go through yeah. the basics here. For sure. So the first thing I think I want to mention is that for most New York homeowners, mm-hmm. uh, there are some that where there's this is an exception, but for most New York homeowners, you don't have flood insurance. In which case, this FEMA assistance becomes really, really helpful. Even if you do have flood insurance that covers flood damages, like if you live in the far Rockaways, uh, you know, in areas that that are sometimes prone to flood, and you're required to carry flood insurance by your by your lender, mm-hmm. uh, even if you have flood insurance, FEMA assistance may still be available to you. Um, yeah. But FEMA assistance is definitely for those people who are not covered in their normal homeowner policy by flood damages. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing that you need to do is to file an insurance claim uh, before you can file a claim through FEMA. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So here, what what I had pulled up here is just to give some like little breakdown of what they explain on the site. And it's uh, so I went into the individuals and households program. Right. So that would be for uh, it provides financial and direct services to eligible individuals and households affected by a disaster. So the kind of assistance that you can get, which in case people don't know, you can get funds for temporary housing. Right. When you're unable to live in your home. So you can't live there for some reason, maybe for the tenants, if there was if for some reason there was tenants um, and they're displaced now. So you can get assistance for that. You can also get a temporary housing unit if approved for the disaster. um, You might be able to get like funds for housing, temporary housing at a hotel Mm -hmm. or something. Um, You can get funds to support the repair or replacement of owner occupied homes. So if it's a primary residence, um, then you can get some assistance there. Funds for other uninsured or underinsured disaster cause expenses. So this could be like personal property, vehicles, funds for moving and storage, medical, dental, childcare, all kind of stuff. So definitely this is worth an application. If you had significant damage because like for for our place you know we got like two inches of water in the basement or in our first floor Mm -hmm. and you know we just took care of it there wasn't any major damage so we're not going to apply for any fema assistance but if you had a significant damage i think it's worth applying right to go into the site and just see if you qualify i mean first i think i guess one of the first things that we should say is that you know if your place is not safe yeah like don't stay there yeah, and sure. That's, and, that, and if you're not going to stay there, then definitely you're going to need some assistance. That's right. So, like, safety first. Uh, it's the most important thing. And even, yeah, like, let's say you had a foot of water even, yeah. right? But that can easily turn into mold in your walls. Exactly. Like, you do not want to be, even though it's dry, mm-hmm. it can be very it dangerous. behind right? the walls. Like, you know, you haven't dried that. You can't mess around there. So maybe let me back up a little bit. For those of you out there who have a flood insurance policy... 
Let's talk a little bit about how to file a flood insurance claim. This obviously okay. won't apply to people who don't have flood insurance, yeah. which in which case we'll get into the FEMA stuff, uh-huh. right? But yep. let's talk real quick about, there's five steps, so yes. it's really basic. So if you have a, a flood insurance, the first thing is to start your claim, okay? So I'm just gonna read off these notes. They're, it's pretty pretty quick. If your property has flooded, you gotta report the loss to your insurance agent or company right away. Okay, and then an assurance adjuster is going to be assigned, yeah. and you're going to work with them throughout the claims process to get your payout. Okay? okay, ask if you can get an advance payment. Sometimes that's possible. Oh, okay. okay, and that can help you know defray some of your costs right away if you need to you know get a hotel or oh, whatever. Stuff, yeah. Yep. So, and those advance payments are going to be deducted from the final claim payment, right? Okay. So, like if you get let's say a two hundred thousand dollar payment, whatever they paid you upfront would be would be deducted. Yeah. Okay. Second is you want to document all your loss and you should do this. This applies for the FEMA process too. If you've oh, had yeah. damage to your home, document everything. So take pictures, take video. Um, but only when it's safe, like don't stay in the home if it's not safe. Also once it's like the water has gone away. Well, or, I mean, some of these people had walls cave in, I know. Right. So you yeah. don't want to be in a structure if a walls caved in. Yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. somebody's giving you the, the go ahead. Sure. Right. But you know, document what you can, um, take as many photos and videos as possible. Um, this is an interesting tip. Include the flood water lines on the outside and inside of the house. To, you know, like usually oh, yeah. when water comes up, you it leaves like a mark. A, a picture, right? Like take a picture, like maybe put a ruler next to it so yes. you can see how high the water came up. Yeah. That's a good tip. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's smart. Um, and here's another one. It says for appliances and electronics, take a photograph of the make, model, and serial number. Oh. Because of the replacement cost, I'm assuming. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to, the adjuster is going to look at that and go, okay, that appliance is X amount of dollars. That's smart. So that's pretty smart. Yeah. Then you're going to begin your cleanup. So that's step number three. Keep, this is another interesting tip. Keep samples of flood damaged items, carpeting, wow. uh, other flooring, curtains to show the adjuster. So maybe like one box or one bag where you have. Yeah. Keep a some bit. stuff, you know, um, and after, uh, after you take photos and videos of the damaged items, it says to throw out any flood damaged contents that could pose a health threat. So mm. I'm guessing like mold and stuff like that. Okay. Um, it is your responsibility uh, to do all you can to prevent the, the growth and spread of mold in your home. Yeah. So make sure that you're, you're on top of that. Four is you're going to meet with your adjuster. Uh, this is, again, with the, for the flood insurance claim. So you'll meet with a fl- flood insurance adjuster, ask to see their flood control number uh, card, and their other official identification, you know, just make sure everything's on the up mm-hmm. and up. Um, and they're going to provide you guidance and work with you on submitting uh, an estimate for your covered loss. Yeah. Um, ask, you know, ask lots of questions. Uh, when you receive the adjuster's written estimate and the report, make sure that you review it to make sure it's accurate and complete. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't just trust. <laughs> yeah. Tr- you know, you got to verify everything. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you're covering everything. Um, the insurance adjuster should never ask you for money. Okay, mm, so mm-hmm. they'll never collect your deductible amount. That's going to be directly to the insurance company. Yeah. Um, and five, you're going to receive your payment. The insurance once everything is done, the, the insurance company is going to pay out your your payment. So even if you have flood insurance and you're going to file a FEMA uh, claim, this you have to do this part first. Yes. They have to see the insurance claim first. Yeah, uh, with your home insurance, right? Yes. So you have to do that right away. And all that documentation, just do it yeah. right away, right? Yeah. So now let's talk about, George, why don't you walk us through how you actually filed the FEMA claim? Because that was a flood insurance claim. So now yes. let's talk about filing the FEMA claim. So in the FEMA claim, obviously, step one is start that home insurance claim, mm-hmm. right? So make the claim with your home insurance provider. 
Um, then the next thing you have to do is document your losses, right? So this is like what we were talking about, taking mm -hmm. all the pictures, documenting as much of the damage as you can. Um, and here we have, so taking photos of the damaged home, all the belongings, make a list of all the damaged and lo lost items. So photos and a list, yep. right? Yep. So you want to do both of those. A spreadsheet is great. Yeah, spreadsheet. Um, it says also that uh, once you're, I guess once you do that, you begin your cleanup and then you can actually file, right? And you can do that online, right? Yeah, so you can do that. The easiest way is disasterassistance.gov. If you go to that site, that's the easiest way for you to apply for the disaster assistance. Um, and the main things you have to do is first file with your home insurance provider and then document your loss. So make your list, take your, your pictures, start cleaning up, but then you can start it at that point, right? Those are the main things that you Got have it. to have. So really, and let me just get it right from the site, documents you need to provide to FEMA, an insurance determination letter, Proof of occupancy or ownership and proof of ID. So it's not really that that much. It's those main steps that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Those are the main things you have to do. So you're going to need your insurance claim. Yes. You're going to need your a copy of your deed, I guess, to uh -huh. show that you own the home. Which you can get on Acris yep. in case you don't have it handy. And um, and the proof of ID. And proof of ID. So, yeah. you know, state ID or passport or something like that. And you can apply online is disasterassistance.gov. Okay. Mm -hmm. FEMA also has a mobile app, so you can download the FEMA app if you want to apply through the app. You can also call a 1-800-621-FEMA. So that's the phone number to call, 1-800-621-FEMA. And then if you wanted to do it by mail, which probably most people won't do that, but it's P.O. Box 10055. Okay, P.O. Box 10055, Hyattsville, Maryland. So you can look that up. But really, you know, probably your best bet and the quickest way is going to be the website, the app, or the phone number. So uh, now that we mentioned this, uh, I think it'll be good for us. We'll probably upload this to this episode to YouTube, which we don't normally do right now with our with our podcast. Uh -huh. But we'll throw it up on YouTube with just a still image. Oh, sure, yeah. And in the notes, we can include those links. Yes. Um, and, you know, if people want to leave comments uh, in the comments on YouTube or questions, we can answer those. And then on the, on when if we've uploaded this uh, podcast, if you're listening to this and your podcast client shows you the, the um, episode description. We'll include this information in the, in the description yes, of the episode definitely. so that you can, you can read that because, and you don't have to just notate it off of our, yeah. off of our uh, voices here. So I'm also reading here that FEMA may provide up to $33,000 for home repair. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's another interesting note. A homeowner can also apply for a, a, an SBA small business administration disaster loan yeah. for additional repair assistance. That's, that's yeah. Good, yeah. I no. didn't know that. There's definitely resources, right? Because yep. now it's a disaster area. So if you had significant damage, definitely start looking into this. This is these are the kind of things I think that people don't always. It requires time. Yes, you know. So to file, make a FEMA claim, to make an SBA claim uh, application, you know that stuff requires time, but it could be worth it, and it could help you rebuild your basement or first floor or yes. whatever got damaged, rebuild it and make it better than yep. it was before. Um, so. did you, did you give the 800 number? 
Yes. Yeah. The 800-621-3362. Is that what you have yeah, there? Which yeah. Which is 621 FEMA. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that's uh, it. here's another uh, little tip that I'm reading. If your address is not currently in a declared area, you may still be able to apply online. Okay. So, you know, okay. take your... It, take a shot. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I, I actually popped in our zip code, but it shows the whole New York State yeah. oh, wow. as all red, wow. like a, a, a disaster area. So, so then everyone should be good. Yeah. Um, I did mention earlier that it is your responsibility to uh, do any, everything you can to prevent the growth and spread of mold. Yeah. Um, a lot of people out there may not know what they can do, so couple of tips I think we can throw out there. If you're, if you're, if you had significant water, uh, in, in your home and things got wet, mold is a real possibility, right? Mm-hmm. So some easy things that you can do on the walls, if it's drywall and not, uh, and this is just, you know, you guys can verify this on your own. Don't take my word. I'm not a contractor. We're, we're yeah. real estate agents. We're not experts, mm-hmm. but I've seen this on, uh, on, um, uh, contractor videos okay. uh, and tips. Um, you can take like a, a, a bleach solution, like a uh-huh. diluted bleach solution, sponge, yeah. and sponge down your walls with some bleach, uh-huh. but don't just leave the moisture. The, the key is to not leave moisture anywhere. Okay. Right? So you can go to Home Depot, you can go to Lowe's, any big box uh, hardware store, yeah. and you can buy one of those floor f- uh, fans. Oh. They look like... Um, Gosh, hard to describe. The square ones, or well, it's not like a fan that you would put in your house, you know, to cool you down. Oh, I get it. You. Looks like um, it almost looks like a turbo unit. If you've ever seen what they look like, uh-huh. you know, kind of like a like a snail shell. Okay, right with a vent at the bottom, uh-huh. and it blows air along the floor. Okay, right? we, I we used to use them when I was in the restaurant business. We used to use them to, um, you know, if you had flooding in the kitchen, you know, yeah. a drain backed up or whatever, you would you would oh, uh, wow. use that to uh, to keep things dry to dry okay. things off. So you can get you, you talk to somebody at Home Depot. They'll show you what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Talk to somebody. Say, you know, I had flooding. I need to dry everything out. What can I use? Yeah. So fans, floor fans, things like that to keep things dry. Make sure that everything stays dry in your home or dries off as soon as possible. Yeah. Because that's how um, you'll prevent mold. Um, if you do see some mold growing, you can buy kits uh, mm-hmm. at Home Depot. Um, they're not expensive, twenty to forty dollars, something like that. Yeah. You do a little, um, like you do a little scraping or something like that to you, test it. Yeah, or, and you can just send it off yeah. to get tested, and then tell you whether it's you know dangerous mold, which would be like uh, black mold. Yeah. Um, you might see dark mold. Uh, that yeah. doesn't mean that it's necessarily black mold. Black mold is a specific thing. Yeah. Um, but you can get it tested to see if it's dangerous mold or not. But any mold, you probably want to, you know, get I rid mean, of it. I mean, I think this is this is what would be, if we had a significant water in our first floor, this would be our number one concern. Oh, for sure. It would be, like, I think the first thing we would be doing is getting a mold test done. Yeah. Because we, we had mold remediation on our first floor. Okay. Our previous tenants... Um, they had something growing in the closet. Everything looked dry, yep. but in the closet, there was something growing there. So we got a mold test done, and it was high levels Wow! in the whole apartment. So we had to get mold remediation done, and it might not be obvious, but you might have mold in there, and that's dangerous. So yep. that's probably the first thing I would be trying to do is make yeah. sure that there's no mold. There's <laughs> no mold, you know. Yeah, because that'll, that'll um, definitely hurt you down the line. Yeah, health sure. wise and financially. Yes, for um, sure. All right. Anything cool. else that we want to mention here? I think that's it. If you have any questions, reach out to us. Oh, yeah. Know? What's the hotline number, George? 
Oh, I don't have the hotline number know, off the top of my head, but queenshometeam.com slash help. You can reach out to us anytime there or at info at queenshometeam.com, and we'll get back to you. You just give yeah. us a call, send us an email, um, and we can answer any questions. We have a lot of resources, so if you need people to help with the repairs you're doing, you know, plumbers or handymen, anything like that, you, you're welcome to reach out to us. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of really good people that we know and, and trust here in, in New York City. So once again, that's queenshometeam.com slash info. Slash help. Slash help. Yeah. Or info at queenshometeam.com. Yep. Um, and again, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on YouTube, make sure you, you can leave comments uh, in the comment section or questions yeah. in the comment section. We'll try and look at those as well. Totally. We, uh, we monitor our YouTube channel pretty frequently. Yeah. And um, that's about it. So hopefully it's been helpful for everybody. Yeah. And hopefully everybody out there is okay. I mean, if yeah. you're listening to this, hopefully you're, you've, you've, you've still got your roof over your head and you're not having to live outside your house. I know. Hopefully you didn't have too much damage. Um, yeah. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the episode. For uh, sure. George, always always fun hanging out with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Always a good one. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.